welcome to episode 16. Episode 16. Of uh, our podcast here. Yeah. Our it's Run crazy. Club podcast. Yeah. It's crazy how uh, quickly time goes. Yeah. Man. It Today does. we're uh, we're talking footwear, right? Yep. That's the goal. That's um, the idea. But before we get to that, how the heck you been, man? I've been, I've been doing all right. Yeah. I can't complain. Um, coming off the weekend, uh, nice, good weekend. Had some good runs and it's good times with my fam. Uh, wife and kids are doing great, you know, and you know, I'm doing great. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. Having any good runs? Where'd you go? Um, just around my town, um, out and about. And mostly roads. I did a little bit of um, running on the track. I ran up by the high school track and did, right. you know, did a mile on the track and did a, a mile on the fields too. I like to switch it up, you know, change it up a little bit. There's a couple of trails in the woods and that was kind of neat. So yeah, Sweet. I got all, you know, in my you know, one run on Sunday, I got everything in there: trails, road, fields, wow. and um, track. So it was cool. Talking about mixing it up. Huh? I like to mix it up. Otherwise, you get, you know, you get bored. You don't want to do it's the true, same old man. thing over and over again. It's true. So, yeah. It's How about true. you? I yeah. uh, had a pretty good weekend. I ran a race. I did a 5K. Yes. Shamrock Shuffle. The Shamrock Shuffle. Ah. Yeah. Good. How'd it go? It was awful. It wasn't really? It was a very humbling experience. Really? Me. Yeah. How so? Um, Just because like, I haven't been training as much as I typically do in the past, and so you kind of realize, like, you know, if you want to run fast, you got to... Practice. You gotta practice. You gotta run. You gotta have to run. You gotta get some. You have gotta run for sure. You do. You do. Um, and it's some, especially with a five k, some intense training that you have to do too. You know, a little true. speed work. And get your leg, your leg, legs moving. You know. Yeah. So, so I hadn't done any of that, and then uh, tried to race, and it just didn't go well. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I bet you it went better than you're letting on, but well, yeah. You know, I got beat by some. High school kids, which Punky was a little bit kids. of a. Uh, I didn't like that. Uh, I didn't like that. Young blood. Those youngins. Youngins. Um, but no, it was all right. It was fun. Nice little course, and there was a good crew. It was. It was good. Except for the part where I did terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was good until the part where I got terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Well, you did it, and that's good. I did. I and did. probably there was, you know, good community and. You know, lots of friends out there running and. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it was like uh, it was in my hometown, so nice. it was cool. Um, and uh, yeah, it was like an Irishy type of race because it was the day before St. Patty's Day. Nice. And uh, yeah, it was good. A lot of green. Yeah. It's a good theme. Green. I like the St. Patty's races. They're fun. They're always festive. They are. Yeah. People in Pe- people come out. And yeah, two two. You know. Green tutus and uh, leprechaun outfits. Yeah. And it's neat. It was fun. I like it. Was it. Very I fun. Like it. Um, maybe we should talk about shoes a little Let's bit. Let's talk about some shoes. I bet yeah. you there were a lot of shoes at the race on Saturday. Yeah. I, I mean, there you. was probably like a thousand people, so at least 2,000 shoes. 2,000 shoes. You know? That's a lot of shoes. So many shoes. Um, I think that shoes are very important if you're going to be running. Distances. If you're going to be running distances, uh, it's very, very important to uh, get some good shoes, proper shoes on your feet. Mm, very true. You know I mean? think um, a lot of people forget about that. You know, they just go to like a Coles or a Bob store, right. and they just kind of grab whatever shoes and head out f- for a run. And right. you know, a few days later, they're wondering why their 
foot hurts or their knee hurts or yeah. or their hips or their back or what have you yeah right yeah getting yep. a good pair of shoes is uh, it's super important man yeah and usually the, i mean they'll cost you a little bit more a little bit um but definitely worth the investment because they tend to last a little bit longer too yep. you know yeah. um you're gonna spend a little bit more on a good running shoe uh but it's gonna really provide you with cushion and support and or support um and it's gonna last you a good long time yeah more so than uh, a cheaper pair of shoes right you know and uh, so yeah i think the uh best way to do to to find a good running shoe would be to go to a store that kind of focuses on running right. um specialty run shop yeah like yeah. a specialty run shop because right. what they'll do is they'll take a look at your gait they'll kind of watch you walk or run and see like how much of that support you might need in your footwear and then from there they can they're really good at kind of knowing um what brands fit certain ways so like if you need a wider shoe they might put you in like a new balance or a saucony shoe you know mm -hmm. so they're mm -hmm. they're pretty well trained to figure that stuff out right you know yep now we'll take a look at your feet as you're in motion watch and see what happens when you make impact with the ground see if your feet roll inward or if they roll outward and so that yeah it's, it's all helpful in determining what shoe is going to work best for you and then you got to try some out right you know you got to try a, um, a, a number of shoes out to kind of get the right one that fits with or matches up with your foot shape and kind of feels the way you want them to feel when you make impact with the ground right it's you know um, everyone has their preferences once they start trying shoes out as to whether like a firm shoe or a soft shoe so right yeah. right yeah yeah that's one of the things that um, you know that store would kind of do for you is give you a couple of different options so you can kind of figure that out because yep. um, every brand is gonna fit a little different they're gonna feel a little different you know they all have like different cushioning systems under the foot so you have like gel for ASICs you have foam for like Hoka you've got air for Nike so they all have different like just a different feeling under the foot right Right, and it's good to try a number of those shoes on to kind of compare them, and so you can really see the differences. And um, you can, you know, uh, when you try enough shoes on, you're going to start feeling differences between them, and you'll be able to distinguish. So yeah, right. It's it's an important thing to do. Try different shoes out. You know? It's true. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, like a good store will have like either a treadmill or like a track, or you can go outside on the sidewalk and actually like legit run in them. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. what'll happen is like. You go to a store and, you know, I've seen this and people put on like a running shoe and then they'll just like jump up and down in place or like mm. kind of walk around. But running shoes are made for running. Mm -hmm. So typically what happens is the, you know, they'll feel a little different when you're running versus when you're walking. Right. So definitely try to go to a place where you can actually test out the shoes um, running, you know. Right. Um, and what you'll find too is like a lot of different brands, um, you know, they build their shoes around different fake feet. So when you are testing them out, you got to make sure that they fit properly. So pay attention to things like having your, like if your heel's slipping out of the back or if you feel like your foot's moving around inside the shoe or if it feels too tight, like if your toe's hitting the front of the shoe, you might need to go up a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, when you give them those test runs, just make sure that you kind of are finding the brand that matches your foot shape. You right. Know? And how much space do you need? 
up top, but near your toes. What, what's the rule of thumb? With your toes? That's you a know, good... Because it's important. You don't want to be... I mean, you know, you don't... You don't want, obviously, you don't want your feet to be pushing... Or your toes to be pushing up against the end of the toe box. You're going to hurt yourself that way. Right. Bruise your toenails and get blisters. So, general rule of thumb? That's a good name for it. Yeah. The rule of thumb. Rule of thumb. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, you basically... I mean, typically, you want about half a thumb's width. Okay. of space in the front of the shoe. Between your toe and the end of the toe box. Yeah, right. and the reason is, you know, when you're out there for a longer period of time, your feet tend to swell up a little bit. Right. So you want to make sure that when they do that, they're not jammed up against the front of the shoe. Then you end up losing toenails. And nobody wants that. No. Uh, yeah, I have been there. We've all been there. Or at really? least blackened our toenails uh, yeah. in some shape or form. So it's kind of, yeah, it's important to remember that. And that was good. I knew that answer, but I wanted to ask that because I wanted to relay that to, her, <laughs> That's to good. Our, our dear listeners. Yeah. Um, rule of thumb, half a thumb width. Half a thumb width yeah. in the front of the shoe. In the front of the shoe. You know, something okay. else to think about when we're looking at the fit of the shoe yes. um, is like the width. So yeah. you want to make sure that you're kind of hitting both sides of the shoe at the widest point, which is like the ball of your foot. Okay. You want to make sure that you're, you're hitting the inside of the shoe or the medial side and also the lateral side but you aren't like hanging over the outside okay um, one good way to test this to test if the shoe is too narrow is when you stand up and you look down you want to be able to see the white of the midsole kind of poking out of the side of the shoe good if yeah. you can't see that white stuff then it's a little too narrow for you yeah, yeah. and you get that um, spillover you know where your, your feet are kind of pushing over the side and a little too much. Right. You don't want that spillover. Nope. No. It's going to get a little uncomfortable as you get moving. Yeah. Right? You start putting some extended time into that shoe and it's going to feel uncomfortable. And you probably, you know, um, you might even blow through the side of the shoe, you know, at some point. Mm, right. You don't want that happening. Like Zion Williams. <laughs> like Zion, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, also, you might find, like, over time your feet go a little numb. And that can be typically like the shoe's a little too tight for you. Right. Um, and that can come from the width, but also from the depth of the shoe. Okay. So another thing to look for when you're trying on shoes and making sure that they fit properly is to look at your shoelaces. So when you look down at your shoelaces, you want them to be <coughs> parallel like railroad tracks. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you'll see folks who have their shoelaces are like, like close together, like they're really cinched to get the shoe to stay on their foot. And that just means that the uh, depth of the shoe is like too deep for their foot. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes those laces will kind of spread apart at the top. And then if it spreads apart, it just means that the shoe's too shallow and you might get some tightness on the top or your heel might pop out of the back. Yeah. So those are three things to look for. Mm -hmm. Three things. Yep. Half a thumb's width of space. Yes. The ball of your foot's hitting the widest points of the shoes but not spilling over. Number two. And then you want your laces to be like railroad tracks. Number three, good. And the best place to do that would be going to a local run specialty shop where you have a, you know experienced and knowledgeable staff, and they'll help you. They they'll will. fit you right. That's what they get. They get paid to do that. They get that. paid to do that. That's they what do. they do. That's yep. what they do. Yep, yep, um, yep. It's, it's no joke. It's serious stuff. Um, because you, know, you want to be in the right shoe. Right. And so that's like the fit of the shoe, right? Yeah. So then we have the feel of the shoe, like you were saying. You want to make mm. sure that you get one that fits properly. Right. And shoes are made up of like three parts, basically. You've got an outsole, you've got a midsole, and you have an upper. Yes. And so all of those things combined together will make the fit of the shoe, but they'll also make the feel of the shoe. And that's something that folks need to think about when they're trying on their shoes. 
you know? The outsole is that bottom part of the shoe where typically the rubber is black. It's kind of like harder. Um, it's more durable rubber. Mm-hmm. That's um, your tread. That's your tread, yep. like the bottom of the shoe. Yep. And then the midsole is going to be typically white. It can be colors and things if you get like a fancy pair of shoes. Um, usually that is where most of your cushioning comes from. Mm-hmm. The shape of that midsole will give your shoe the fit as well. Um, most of the shoe companies will put like their little technologies in there, you know, like your Nike Air will be in the midsole, your Asics Gel will be in the midsole, your Brooks DNA will be in the midsole, right. um, and then the upper is the like the top part of the shoe. So the top part of the shoe is, um, you know, a lot of brands will use like a mesh. Some of them will use. Um, like a sock-like material, too, mm-hmm, nowadays. Mm-hmm. They have knit uppers and things. Yeah, there's a lot of that in the industry nowadays where you see um, a lot of um, neat, um, knitted mesh on the upper, and mm. that's all about comfort and breathability and being lightweight. Right, So. right, right. And then the, like, the feel underneath the foot um, is super important. Like, some folks like a soft, cushy shoe, some folks don't. Um, it's kind of like, it depends too on what you're going to use the shoes for. Right. Whether you, like if you're going out for a really long run, then typically <clears throat> most folks will like a softer feeling shoe under the foot for those longer runs. Um, but some folks don't like a soft feeling shoe because it feels like they're running through marshmallows. Right. A little too, a little too much cush. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, some folks will prefer like that firmer ride for like the faster runs like the tempo runs or the track workouts and things like that Um, so it's important to think about you know what you're using your shoes for and then kind of go based off of that too you know yeah it's kind of good it's good to like um match up your needs um yeah right if you're going for a long run or a short run um having a particular shoe for that right and your needs too. I mean, you know, some folks um, might have might suffer from chronic foot pain, or you know, have some trouble with their knees, so they might need something a little bit more, uh, a little more uh, cushiony. So, right, um, you got to match it up with your needs. But that's something too yeah. that when you do go to like that run specialty <coughs> store to get your shoes, they'll ask you a bunch of questions like that. You know, they'll try to figure out. Um, your injury past, they'll probably ask you a bunch of questions about what shoes you wore before, what you're using your shoes for, are you going to be like running outside, are you going to be on the trail, are you going to be on the track, are you going to be on the treadmill, like we'll just, they'll pepper you with questions. Right. Just to f- kind of help figure out where you want to go with your yeah, shoes. Yeah, kind of know? gauging where you're at, you know, with um, what your needs are and what type of shoe you, you might be better off with. Mm. So, yeah. Right. Right. So why don't we do this, Ray? Yeah. Why don't we take a little break? Okay. And then when we come back, we can talk a little bit about our favorite types of shoes. Sounds good. All right. I'm with you on that. Cool. We're back. We're back. And here we are. We're going to talk a little bit about kind of our favorites, you know? Um, So we talked about how like shoes have different feelings under the foot, whether they're soft or firmer. How do you feel about that? What do you think your favorite... Say you're just using it for like a regular everyday run. Regular everyday run, yeah. 
Do you prefer a softer shoe, firmer shoe? What do you think? Um, tip at, nowadays, I tend to go with something with a little more cushion in it. I like a little softer shoe. Um, that wasn't always the case. You know, when I was younger, I pretty much could run at anything I wanted, um, and I tended to like uh, a very firm shoe. That's why I like something that just kind of had like, you know, I could feel the ground and kind of like felt like I was just snapping up and popping off the ground. I used to like that. Um, but just, you know, over the years and probably with actually doing more mileage, um, I noticed that I would get these foot pain, you know, these foot pains, especially in my right foot. So um, I kind of gravitated towards something with a little more cushion, yeah. you know, and uh, with something with a little more cushion, I have fewer problems with my right foot. So, yeah. That's interesting. Yep. And that's just kind of evolved over the years, you know? Yeah. What kind of problems were you having? Just um, just some, you know, inside, inside of my foot was just used to get a little achy. And um, yeah. it would hurt. It's um, maybe a little tendonitis, mm. you know? And it just, uh, I, you know, I could run through it, but, you know, be there. And sometimes it was more intense than others. Right. Sometimes I could still feel a little tinge. But, you know, if I use something cushiony, I, you know, I tend to do okay. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yep. nice. I'm kind of like uh, getting there, you know. I like a uh, probably something in between, you know, <clears throat> something that's not too firm and, but not too soft. Sometimes if I get a shoe that's too soft, I feel like I'm running in peanut butter, yeah. and it's tough to yeah. like get going. You don't it, have to work a little harder to get through the shoe. Yeah, it took me a little getting used to for sure. Yeah, yeah. but then like on some occasions, I like it because it's you don't really feel much of anything. You know, you don't feel the road. You're just kind of floating along. Yeah. Um, but I like something in the middle, you know? Yeah. Um, just like a traditional neutral cushion shoe. Mm-hmm. It's usually the way I roll. Yeah. You know? If I'm going to go for, for like a run that's a little bit shorter and um, I'm going to be upping the tempo, I might go with something a little bit, you know, sort of in there in the middle. Um, you know, something that might be a little firmer than, say, um, you know, the Hoka Clifton that I wear a lot and yeah. that I love. Um, I might... You might switch it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, so I can dig in just a little bit more. Right. Yeah. yeah. I try to do that too. Like when I uh, did that race on uh, Saturday, I have like a specific racing shoe that is a little bit lighter. It, yeah. It's basically designed just for race day. Like there's not a lot of cushioning, doesn't have a ton of support. It's basically just as light as possible. The upper is like a sock, so it's like a knit upper, so there's not a lot of movement or anything. Um, so I have like that shoe for when I want to run really fast, and mm-hmm. then there's like, you know, some shoe that's like in the middle, like that's a little bit heavier than that, that you can use for like track workouts or tempo runs. And then I have another shoe that's a little bit more substantial for the longer stuff. Yep. You know? Now that racing shoe you have. Would you wear that 5K and even up to like mm. half marathon or marathon? Or would you like kind of, if you're doing a longer race, would you go a little, a little bit more? Yeah, efficient? I think, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I would probably wear it up to maybe a 10K, maybe maybe a 10 miler if I yeah. feel like really fit. Um, nowadays though, I probably would just use it up to a 10K and then get something a little bit more substantial for like uh, anything above that, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. nothing too heavy, but like right. just a little bit more shoe, just to because I'm old now, <laughs> and I need a little bit of protection for my little feet. They're sensitive. They, yeah, as I get older, they get a little sensitive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's but, funny. 
But uh, yeah, so I'd probably use it up to a 10K. Do you do that? Do you have like a race day shoe that you use or do you? Yeah, I mean, I tend to. But if with me, it's, yeah, it's sort of like um, for that, I might use a light, lighter weight. So I'll use like, say for instance, the Hoka Clifton, which I really love for doing most of my miles. Super yeah. lightweight, a lot of cushion. So is that your favorite shoe? That's my favorite shoe right now. Yeah, and it has been for like, say four years now. Um, and I've, I've had success with other, other brands like Mizuno and Asics but, uh, and Brooks, but the Hoke is the one that's my go-to all the time, you know, most of the time. But race day, I'll, you know, probably go down to something a little lighter, mm-hmm. you know, maybe has a little less cushion in it. But uh, I don't want it to be such a drastic change, though, on race day that, you know, if I'm training in the Clifton and I pull something out that doesn't have much to it, then suddenly you know, I'm starting to feel like, you know, aches and pains in my mm-hmm. feet, in, you know, mid-race. So, yeah. And Hulk, the Hoka brand has some has some nice options too for something a little lighter. So yeah, you know, I'll do that, save myself a little weight, you know. But heck yeah, yeah, heck yeah. The uh, Hoka is your favorite brand these days. I would That's say the so. One? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What about back in the day when you were like in high school? Back in the day, I mean, I I had some um, some Brooks that I really liked. Um, I had some Nikes that I really liked. There were there were a couple uh, Nike like lightweight trainers and uh, racing flats that I just used to love. I mean, when I was in high school, I remember I could use racing flats. I would use racing flats for everything, you know. There was a time, you know, day yeah. and age where I could do that. Can't get away with that right now. But, no. you know, yeah. Lighter, the better when I was younger. And, like, I could, like, if it was firm and I could feel the ground, I liked that, too, because it just felt, like, connected to, to the shoe and the ground. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, my favorite brand these days <clears throat> is... Uh, trying to think what do i use oh, i use a new balance the 880 is probably my favorite huh. shoe very good shoe yeah wildly popular yeah it's made well so you know it's yeah i like it because it's very like simple it's not like a there's not a lot of bells and whistles going on yeah. it's got a nice fit to it the feel underneath the foot is straightforward yeah there's not like uh you know it doesn't have much going on but it's got enough cushion it fits well it's perfect yeah, that's I know a lot of people who really love that shoe. That's my uh, that's my go-to shoe. Cool. Um, I'm trying to think. Back in the day, I would wear like the Nikes, probably for the yeah. most part. Like yeah. the Pegasus was kind of a go-to yeah, shoe a for me. A few pairs of those. Yeah, I mean that shoe's been around forever. Yep, I remember yeah. the first version of that shoe when it came out. Like, wow, you know, we were all excited about that shoe when it was coming out. It was that was the Nike. what the 35th version of it. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I don't think there's any other shoe that can, or model of shoe that can say that it's been around that long. So yeah, it's kind of wild. It's nuts, but that's one thing you got to pay attention to with shoes is they always update them every year. Yeah, and that creates a lot of um, a little apprehension, a little anxiety, a little trepidation on mm-hmm. part of people who wear those models. You know, uh, and you know, you hear it. You know, you, you hang around a lot of runners, and you, you you'll hear them. You know, everyone really knows when their shoe is going to be updated. And they get, you know, a little leery. Some people stockpile yeah. because if they, if they like a shoe, they'll stockpile and buy a few pairs just to have it on hand, just in case the updated version isn't quite as good, isn't quite the fit, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. So Those brands, they're always trying to make a little bit more money and also, you know, trying to make sell you on, like, oh, it's better. It's right. way better I mean, than it used to be. Yeah. There are innovations, you know, and we're staying on the cutting edge of um, technology to really make this shoe better than it was. It's an industry. Um, sometimes it is yeah. better. Sometimes it's not, and that's unfortunate. But, um, mm. you know, 
Uh, I've had situations where, and maybe you have too, there's a certain yeah. shoe that you like and they discontinue that model. Oh, I've yep. had that happen a couple of times. That and sucks. So it does suck. Yeah. You know. And the really good brands will be very consistent from year to year. Well, if you get something that you, if they, yeah. if they get something that really works, you'll see that they won't make too many changes. Right. Um, so yeah. They'll be more evolutionary. Evolutionary. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I know that's always like the, the model updates are always. Oh, it's you know, tricky. It is tricky. It's tricky. A little little a little, little anxiety there. Mm-hmm. Do so. you have a uh, like a least favorite shoe? Least favorite like, because, shoe. Because, you know, we, we work in a running store, so we have to try shoes on. Yeah, um, I mean, there aren't any brands that I dislike. What are some characteristics? But characteristics, um, I, the big thing is, is I don't like anything that's too heavy. Okay. Right, you know? Yeah. And, and, and a lot of times, you know, if you're going up and like, with, if you're going up with, uh, in, in like this, going up with support or stability or a little extra cushion it sometimes can be a little heavier but I just don't like anything that's just like a brick on my foot I hear you yeah it, it's just yeah. I'd like it to be as light as possible yeah without really having to compromise with like um, comfort but yeah yeah give me a heavy shoe and I want to just tear it off my feet and throw it which I won't do but Sometimes feel that. <laughs> sometimes you just want to I've, you know I've done some uh, you know I've, I've done some testing of shoes and it's heavy, it just gets me. How about you? Same deal. I don't like a heavy <clears throat> shoe. Yeah. I like a light kind of, I want a shoe to kind of disappear when it's on my foot. Okay. You know? Yep. If I get something that's too heavy or chunky, then I, I'm kind of like you. I just want to take it off and burn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm telling you. Yeah. No heavy shoes for me. Nope. No heavy shoes for this guy. No, 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 no. The uh, yeah, I like I like a shoe that's lightweight, has a little bit of cushion. I don't like anything that's like too firm these days, where it feels like I'm running like barefoot, you know. Okay. Um, I like a little bit of cushion under the foot. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that whole barefoot running? I was just gonna thing? ask you that the whole barefoot running thing, um, or it, barefoot or minimalist running, I guess, yeah. or um, you know, I think that certainly. I'll never knock it as far as, you know, to each their own. Right. Some people are really, really into that. Mm. For whatever reason, they just like it. They, um, they like the, that natural feeling. Um, but I think it's something that's in, it's important to know that if you're going to do it, you have to proceed cautiously, yeah, right? Totally. Um, I've known people to go out there and switch up to barefoot running or minimalist running, and they didn't really think about it too much they just thought well I'm just going to go and do it and they blasted out tons of miles and they ended up hurting themselves so mm. it's really kind of one of those things where you have to like um, I think ease into it work into it um, and it's a whole you know you're talking about a whole different type of gait you know you really want to kind of midfoot right land on your right. midfoot that's a big thing yeah um, so that takes a little getting used to especially if you're someone who is a heel striker yeah um, you know um, I've known people to go, you know, into it and do every, all of their runs like that, you know, in that particular type of running. Um, and I've known people who use it for like strengthening, you know, developing foot strength mm. and um, kind of as a supplement to their, 
to their running. Right. So, um, what do you think of it? Like, what are your uh, thoughts you know, on I'm it? I'm kind of like, I agree with you. I think, yeah. like, if you want to do it, that's cool. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, you but, know. But, like, just ease into it. I mean, the way I would do it is, like, if I'm in a traditional shoe now, then I would probably just work my heel height down. Okay. So, like, I'm in, like, a 10 millimeter offset shoe now, then I go into an eight in a couple of months, probably, like, six months. Then six months later, I'm in a four millimeter offset, and then I try the zero drop shoes, and then once I'm there, then I can kind of move into not wearing shoes at all. Yeah. It takes a long time. I mean, ideally, <clears throat> I, mean, I was just talking to a woman who <clears throat> did a ton of research on this, and she yeah. said that the slower you can transition over, the better. Okay. You know, m- make it as easy as possible. Because that's where people get hurt is when they just jump into it. Yeah. And they, you know, I'm going to run barefoot. And then they go run 10 miles and they're not wearing shoes and their right. Achilles snaps and they're done running for eight months. Right, exactly. You know, the impact is just too much for them and they just haven't given themselves a chance to, like, you know, you know, develop some, some strength in their feet and calves. And so, yeah. Right. Get used to the certain, certain gates and, you know. you got to think, too, about, like, the um, surface you're running on, too. Mm. Like, around here we run pavement asphalt sidewalks it's not like it's super soft and cushy yeah for me uh, for me it's like i i I run on pavement most of the time you know i try to mix it up once in a while with track and trail and um dirt and grass but mostly it's pavement yeah and that's tough i couldn't run barefoot on that for very very long right you know um so i need a little cushion so yeah yeah i think we could do a whole episode on barefoot running the whole minimalist running thing you actually could um and i think we should i think we should sometime and maybe have some people who do it come in and talk about it you know about what what their um running journey has been yeah you know how, how they transitioned into it and so definitely you could definitely do that so yeah i mean there's like yeah. a lot of other things too like chi running and good form running and like yeah. All sorts of stuff. There's trail running. People will do trail running, just strictly trail running. Yeah. And that's a different beast too, you know? Right. And um, so, yeah. Yeah. So it's certainly uh, something we should put on the old uh, agenda. Yeah, absolutely. At some point. Oh, yeah. Um, but before we wrap this one up, what do you think about uh, <laughs> these guys? Socks. Socks are very, very important. You know? And I think sometimes people overlook that. You know, they go out and they buy a really nice pair of shoes they spend the money. They take the time to go to their um, to go to a, a local run store, specialty run store. And they go through a gait analysis, and they put on a pair of like Hanes. Yeah, some real cheap socks, like cotton socks. Yeah. And uh, it's very important. Just that they bought it like Target or something. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you don't want to forget. Socks are very important. You do not want to forget. A good pair of socks. If you're going to spend the money on a good pair of shoes, you should spend a little bit more money and buy yourself, you know, a good sock. Now, yeah, what's important about a good sock, or what you know, what what you you know, what are the specs of a good sock? Well, you want something that's going to allow your feet to be well to maybe wick moisture away from your feet. Yeah, right. Keep them dry. Keep them dry. Try to keep them as dry as possible. And that's hard. My feet sweat a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really, really hard, but you want a sock that's going to allow moisture to move away from your feet so you stay drier. That's true. Right. You want to steer clear of cotton. Cotton is rotten. Cotton is rotten. Cotton is rotten. Um, if you're kicking around town, I guess cotton feels comfortable. You're kicking around the house, it's nice and comfortable. It's soft. It's a little cushy. Ooh. But for running, for performance, you know, whether it's running, biking, yeah. or whatever, 
Yeah. Cotton's rotten. rotten. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, you get out of the shower, <clears throat> you dry off with a cotton towel. Right. The reason you do that is because cotton absorbs moisture. Mm-hmm. It holds on to it. Holds on to it. So when you're running and your feet are sweaty, your cotton socks are holding on to all that sweat. Mm-hmm. That's not good. No. That's not good. No. You want that, you want that sock to move that sweat away from your feet so you don't get blisters. Yeah. Because if it's wet, you're gonna, it's gonna create, it's gonna create friction. It's gonna rub, yeah, a little friction there, and then you'll get blisters. You will regret if your sock is wet. Yes. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, you know, cotton is rotten. And you will regret if your sock is wet. Nice. Bingo. Good. Most good socks are gonna be made of a polyester um, or a wool. Polyester or wool. Mm-hmm. Both of those are good materials for moving moisture. Mm-hmm. Um, and it works just like a, a shirt would, you know, like those t-shirts that are like technical wicking fabrics. Mm-hmm. Works wear. just like that. That's another thing. We could do a whole episode on And And we will. That. We will. We're going to talk about apparel. Yeah. And, and, and um, right. Cool. All yeah. right. So, yeah. You want to get a sock that's polyester or wool. Keep your feet dry. Um, another thing to pay attention to is like seams, where the seams are in those socks. Yeah. Some socks that um, are less expensive will have seams at the toe and then also in the heel. Um, and if a seam is kind of rubbing you in the wrong spot, then you want to ditch that one and get a get something that's not going to irritate your foot. Yeah, and some people are more sensitive to those seams than others, so it's kind of, you got you to gotta try them out. Yeah. You got to try some socks out and, and see what works for you. Just like trying shoes out. You know, right. socks. Same thing. Try them out and see what works for you. It's an experiment of one, really, when you're talking about shoes, running shoes, and when you're talking about socks. Um, yeah, try things out. See what works for you. That's it, man. You know what I mean? Everybody's so. different. We're all like snowflakes. We're all like snowflakes. Running snowflakes. Running snowflakes. <laughs> Everybody's a little bit. The different. image of snowflakes with like little running legs, running shoes, running along the path. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, you like a soft shoe. Someone else might like a firm shoe. It's right. Like a, you exactly. Know, you've got wide feet. I've got narrow feet. Everybody's different. Yeah. You know? And I mean, things change over time, too. Uh, my needs have changed over the years. You know, my gait has changed. Uh, my feet have changed. And so, you know, things, you know, you may have to switch it up after a while. Right. So. Yeah. So when you do come back to the store, to the running store that you bought your awesome shoes at, you know, have them do another gait analysis and make sure you're still good. Good to do. Things change over time. You, may, you might need more or less support. Um, you might need a different kind of shoe. You might need a wider shoe um, or a narrower shoe, you know. Um, so right. it's always good to, you know, repeat the gait analysis and, you know, try some shoes out. That's always. it. Always. Cool. All right. Well, let's wrap this sucker up. All right. You know, it's time to get to work. Right on. Um, so that was episode 16. 16. 16 of these things. Yeah. And we said we were going to get to what? 10,000 maybe? 10,000. Yeah. So we're getting there. We got, we, got a while, we got a while to go, but we're, you know, we're runners and we have the stamina and endurance and we can, we can forge on. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to put our head down. We're going to get our nose to the grindstone and get to 10K at some point. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. Um, so, that, yeah, we talked about shoes, socks. What a great episode that was. Yeah. Um, and then uh, next week, do we know what we want to talk about, or we want to keep it like a mystery? It's going to be a mystery. All right, mystery for episode seventeen. Yeah. So we're uh, going to be a little mysterious. 
Elusive. Elusive. Yeah. Turn, yeah. So tune in uh, next week. Cool. For episode seventeen. Mm-hmm.